And welcome to another edition of Laurel Park Weekly. It's Thursday, October 12th. We're live here by the historic Laurel Park Paddock. I'm Stanton Salter along with Dave Rodman, Ty Ellis, getting you ready for a big weekend of racing coming up. And we're just, uh, what, now nine days away from the Jim McKay Maryland Million. Maryland's day at the races. A lot of action last week, and we'll talk about it all today here on Laurel Park Weekly. How are we doing, fellas? Doing great. Uh, ready for Maryland Million. Uh, the weather, uh, as we tape this show, turning a little bit cooler. It's going to be a nice weekend at Laurel Park for the upcoming weekend, and perfect weather tie, I think, for Maryland Million Week. It looks like the early forecast says 74 on Maryland Million Day. No rain, so we should have fast and firm. That's mm -hmm. the way we like it. Three mm -hmm. entries are out, and the horses. Uh, uh, gearing up for another good Maryland million. Yeah, pre-entries, they closed <coughs> yesterday, so they'll all be out on the Laurel Park and Equibase websites. Uh, either, if they're not by now, either uh, they'll be out early this afternoon, all the pre-entries for the Maryland Millions, and lots of great seating options and uh, uh, ticket packages for the fans for Maryland Million. How's that going, and what's the best way to get tickets for Maryland Millions? I go to the Laurel Park website. Laurel Park website, um, dining option, $75 a person, but it's a uh, world-class buffet. I've, you know, the you know, new chef out here has outdone himself, and, and he really does a fantastic job all throughout the track. Uh, buffet, but we also have free entry, and you get a program with a hat, uh, a free hat with a program purchase. So that's a nice little incentive if you just want to go to the food court, come out for a good day at the race, if you get a nice Maryland Million hat. Plenty of free seating options too. Want to emphasize that right. to the fan, uh, free fans, it's free admission. You know, the sports bar, the second floor, you can kind of sit where you want up there and watch all the simulcast action as well. And uh, you just quick walk out to the grandstand to get a great view of all the Maryland Million races. All right, we'll tell you more about Maryland's day at the race. The Jim McKay Maryland Million coming up not nine days from today, a week from this Saturday, Saturday, October 21st. We'll tell you more about that at, at the end of this show. Let's catch you up on all the action from Laurel Park last week, and we had a bunch of nice winners. Let's start with last Friday. It was a nice first-level allowance contest for Maryland Breads going long on the turf, and a couple nice runners in here. Dundalk was one of the favorites. No more talk all alone. But tempt me twice, been knocking uh, at the door at this level for a long time for trainer and Merriman. They get the money. Let's show you the replay here. It's tempt me twice, Julian Pimentel. A nice ride on this five-year-old Maryland bred. Good to see Ann Merriman get her first one of the fall meet. Yeah, you said it, Sam, knocking at the door. This horse has been a very, very consistent horse and uh, finally gets a nice breakthrough run there and a good-looking score from Tempt Me Twice. One for 16 in her life and uh, finally got it through here in the state bread. First level allowance race was three clear at the top of the stretch, was getting run down by the one Bow Spirit, uh, held on just by a nose, finally got the, the, the photo, had been on the wrong side of it a couple times. Good win for the state, the Maryland bread. Good pace controlling ride too, kind of slowed it down right in the middle and had enough left to hold off that surge of bowsprit. Yeah, yeah, Pimentel gave him a slip turn over home, had just enough. Julian Pimentel with a big weekend this past week, and he won there on Tempe twice. He had three winners on Saturday. Let's uh, show you one of those winners from last Saturday. I believe Pimentel was on this one. Yeah, yeah, Pimentel, Trombetta, a potent combination around here for a long time, and they got the music with this first-time starter, homebred for their main man, R. Larry Johnson. Oldies but goodies, ready to fire. A big effort in debut against a tough maiden claiming 
40,000 going three quarters on the dirt. Two-year-old by McLean's Music. That's an up-and-coming sire. We saw that with when uh, Cloud Computing won the Preakness this year. Yeah, McLean's Music doing well with the young horses. First out winners particularly. Uh, oldies but goodies through an outside post position. Kind of the better part of the track, but it didn't really matter. I like the way he won, and it looks like he can rock around the clock even more. That's oldies but goodies for owner-breeder Larry Johnson having a, a super year. We've mentioned it on the show before. Everything sends out firing at all tracks around the Mid-Atlantic and elsewhere. It was a nice $20 win price. Any luck there with oldies but goodies, Ty? I didn't, but I didn't use a horse, but what I was really impressed with uh, was a horse rated around the, f we didn't see it on the, on the back track there, but the horse rated and really exploded coming home. So uh, mm -hmm. I think this horse has a lot of room to project up. I'm not mm -hmm. sure that was the strongest of fields. Uh, but well, I do think I like the, 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 the education that horse got going forward. Now a few horses to watch who were dueling down inside as well, I thought, ran big like Nico, Bree, and TJ. Kind of took the worst of it after a little time away from the races. Had to work hard on the lead on the inside, maybe. Uh, not the particularly the place to be, but a good-looking score from Oldies but Goodies. All right, now where's Marilyn Bread? Not, not Marilyn Million eligible, but is a Marilyn Bread, so... Maybe look for him down the road this winter in that Malin Juvenile uh, fraternity. So a good, uh, good looking two-year-old there. Oldies but goodies from the Trombetta Barn. Let's show you one of the uh, feature winners from this past Sunday. It was a nice three other than allowance contest. Going a mile on the main track. And the doctor was in town for the Hall of Famer, Shug McGahee. Dr. Mounty, a powerful win here and a three other than Forest boys with a nice ride. Yeah, nice ride. Set a perfect trip off the pace. Always looked like had run. And Dr. Mountie gets it done in the $47,000 allowance eighth race of the day that was taken off the turf and transferred uh, to the main track. Dr. Mountie now fourth win from 13 lifetime starts. I think it probably helped this horse that this came off. The horse had been running on the turf, but uh, started the career and ran a majority of the career on the dirt. Uh, came off the turf after we had a, a bit of a rain rainstorm earlier in the day and, and went away pretty easy uh, by probably open four or five lengths there. And, uh, you know, he likes, likes Laurel, turf or dirt. He's one on the, on the turf here before, and now a dirt win for Dr. Mounty. And uh, the race also featured the comeback, the 2017 debut of the two-time Maryland Million Classic winner, Admiral's War Chest, and he got out to the front early. He was down there on the inside with pressure to his outside. That's a tough assignment going a mile, especially with the horse coming off a long layoff. How do you think the two-time Classic winner looked, and they're, they're thinking about wheeling him right back in the Classic. They were just using this race as a prep. You think he got enough out of this race to come back in 13 days for the Classic? He had to have a race, right? And I think he got a lot out of it, uh, dueling there. And, uh, you know, so he's got, he's got some fitness now underneath him. Yeah, coming back, you have to. You mentioned it, you have to off that long layoff. Uh, should be geared up. It might even be a softer spot in the Maryland Million Classic than what he yeah. saw in that race. Yeah, and especially you know, after dueling like that, good fractions, getting away loose on the lead like he likes to be, or a little softer middle fraction against that uh, Maryland uh, bred uh, company, restricted company in the Maryland Million. Sure, yeah, and, and also he'll get two turns in the Maryland Million Classic. Mm -hmm. I think his speed is more dangerous going around two turns farther distance than it is going that, that one one turn, one mile. So, yeah, Admiral's War Chassis he hung on for fifth, and uh, he looked great coming back, pulling up after the race. So, uh, knock on wood, hopefully we'll see him in the Maryland Million Classic. Be cool to see him try to win it for a third year in a row. We'll tell you more about Maryland Million at the end of the show. Let's show you one more uh, winner from this past weekend. Last Monday, 
Uh, Larry Jones had a nice tap at Colton Town. Believe in royalty. Here's the win. Believe in royalty. Turn of home. Looked like Broad Surprise was going to get the best of this horse. But believe in royalty. Resilient down there on the inside. They paid 900000 for this son of Tappet. Second start here was a winning one. Larry Jones has a nice two-year-old here. Believe in royalty. A couple of things about this race. Broad Surprise. Uh, sharp second time out of Believe It Was. I saw Michael Trombetta and a group of people down on the rail standing waiting for the race. So they must be serious about this horse. He must be able to ready to run. And, uh, well, he was, but uh, he, he actually made the lead on Believe in Royalties out of Believe You Can, a uh, million-dollar uh, earner, a stakes winner, uh, if you remember, for Larry Jones, and uh, comes back, uh, was headed, comes back for the win. Yeah, this Tappet Colt could be something special to be headed uh, in deep stretch and really fight back. Young Colt going to grow with uh, with age. Those Tappets tend to grow into themselves a little bit longer. Two-year-old, look for a big three-year-old season next year. And broad surprise. Keep your eye on that horse coming back. I mean, that's a strong, strong race. And I think Meyerhoff and Trombetta have a yep. nice uh, Maryland-bred son of mine, Jeff. Broad surprise. You could see him later on in the Maryland Juvenile Fraternity. Yeah, he was, uh, in his first race, he was almost double digits. He was double digits uh, off the lead. And in that race, showed a lot more early speed going the one-turn mile. Made the lead on Believe in royalty and came back so he's versatile he can run on the lead he can run off the pace only his second start all right that's four big races from last weekend here at laurel park let's get a quick commercial break when we come back we'll show you some big national races from last weekend we'll show you what's coming up this weekend all that's coming up here on laurel park weekly <laughs> Welcome back, Laurel Park Weekly. Stan Salter, Dave Robin, Ty Ellis. Let's show you, show you some big national races from last weekend. They had the grade one champagne up there at Belmont. Belmont had a big day last Saturday. Let's show you the winner of the champagne. It was Ferenz Fire from the Jason Service Barn. Let's show you the win here in the grade one champagne. If we have it on Ferenz Fire, two-year-old by Poseidon's Warrior, trained by Jason Service, here's the big win in the champagne, Dave. Yeah, hopeful's turning out to be a pretty key race. He was fourth there in the hopeful, kind of an even pace fourth. Uh, and he's got some pedigree to, to, to improve. A second dam, according to Thoroughbred Daily News, a full sister to Oatsy, who was the dam of Shackleford. So here's a horse who, uh, who can stretch out. Good effort, big effort uh, off a fourth place finish in the hopeful. Just beat the Chad Brown uh, cold on the inside. Good magic. That was a big sweeping move. And you mentioned the hopeful. The top three winners have all come back to win a stakes race. So mm -hmm. uh, Frenzy Fire just improving that, that race. That could be a key race going forward looking at Breeders' Cup yeah. uh, here in a couple weeks. Another one we'll show you in a bit. Want to mention a sire, Poseidon's Warrior. It uh, was 7 for 21, a greatest stakes one. You remember, he, he was a Maryland bred, bred by Dark Hollow Farm, Poseidon's Warrior. I just saw that on, on your note uh, here. I don't know much yeah. about the sire, but that's pretty cool. He has uh, some yeah. Maryland connections. Bred by Dark Hollow Farm and Bill Beetson. So uh, Maryland uh, connections and bred to stretch. All right, so uh, so Belmont had the grade one champagne. We'll show you the grade one Claiborne 
greater security from Caneland. Uh, but first from Caneland, let's show you the uh, the grade one Shadwell Mile down there, won by this French bred horse. Uh, Dave, I'll let you try the name. Good looking win here <laughs> in the grade one Shadwell Mile. Well, I, I just say what Kurt Becker said, Suédois. Very French uh, pronunciation for the French bred uh, son of Le Havre. Um, and uh, his uh, career in France, uh, basically sprinting, but sprinting against some of the top uh, sprint runners in Europe uh, last year uh, as a five-year-old uh, coming over to this country. Uh, he, he looked very impressive adapting uh, with uh, Daniel Totopa board, who had his option to ride a couple of different horses in this race and chose this one for trainer David O'Meara, Suédois, winning the Shadwell Turf Mile. You mentioned it. The the, the jockey could have ran uh, mm -hmm. had to, had the ride on Mondelisse, who's been proven in this country. I mm -hmm. uh, picked the right horse there. You got to feel for heart to heart the horse. Uh, it just is a. Yeah. I don't want to call the horse a hanger, but is always top of the stretch, uh, length lead, and then just gets run down at the end. Uh, another heartbreaking loss for heart to heart. But good win by the French uh, the French invader. And these were all win and your end races. Chadwell a uh, win and your end for the Breeders' Cup mile, correct? Correct. Right. Yep. And, and, and yep. The, in the champagne, a win on your end for the Breeders' Cup for, uh, mm -hmm. uh, for Juvenile, correct? Correct. All right, another win on your end, uh, I'm assuming, the grade one Claiborne Breeders Futurity from Keeneland. I like the name, Free Drop Billy, two-year-old by Union Rags for Dale Romans. Let's show you this win here, uh, this win on your end as well for the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Yeah, uh, Alba Family Stables, Free Drop Billy. He's a son, uh, Union Rags. It's a fourth grade one winner uh, for Union Rags. And uh, another horse who kind of has uh, Maryland pedigree, so to speak, is a half to uh, a three-time winner named Batik, uh, stakes winner. Do you remember that horse, Dan? I remember that horse. I had to look it up. Yeah. Uh, Batik broke maiden here at Laurel, actually, was a, a two-time winner over this track. So uh, a little bit of pedigree going back to, uh, to Maryland for free drop Billy, uh, whose uh, sister, I think she was a filly, uh, won here. Who do you think is more impressive, Free Drop Billy or the uh, Champagne winner for Ends Fire? Um, I will go Free Drop Billy at this point. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I think know. I think uh, the Champagne Hardest. was a bit of a setup. Uh, uh, the two turns. I still think Bolt Dioro, the horse based in uh, Southern California with Mick Ruiz, is yeah. probably going to be the horse to beat in this division going forward. Uh, but Free Drop Billy, uh, Dale Romans has got a nice cold on his hands. Yeah, it just looks like he was just beginning to run there to me. But uh, I don't really even know the comparative numbers off of, off the two of them. But uh, just off the top of my head, I would have to say uh, the Romans runner. And another uh, big grade one feature. We don't have the video, but I just want to congratulate congratulate. My main man, Rick Violet, he won the grade one Jockey Club Gold Cup. The train likes it, diversify the New York bread, went right to the front and pulled off the mild upset in the Jockey Club for Rick Violet. Use of speed in that race, that was, uh, that was good. Just uh, held a little bit in reserve, and it's a big jump going from restricted uh, New York bred races, uh, which he did in the last race, to a grade one at, at, uh, at Belmont in the Jockey Club Gold Cup, held off uh, Key Nice, who was late, mm -hmm. charging late. Yeah, and uh, no duel developed, so <laughs> as we maybe <laughs> kind of talked about last week on the show. All right, so I Wrong think the, <laughs> the connection is still trying to decide if they go on to the Breeders' Cup Classic with Diversify. It'll be interesting to see. Let's get a quick commercial break. We have some cool races coming up for you this weekend at Laurel Park. We'll preview a couple of Maryland, Maryland Million probable starters and also show you some big national races coming up. All that right after this.
Welcome back, Laurel Park Weekly. All right, we showed you all the big racing action from last week, and let's get you ready for the race weekend coming up. Friday starts the four-day race weekend here at Laurel Park. That's right, four days a week, and now Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Mondays for the rest of the year. We'll have live racing here at Laurel Park, and a bunch of tracks had Monday racing this past Monday with Columbus Day, uh, but going forward will be the main big game in town, I think, on Monday, so expecting a, a big, strong handle on our Monday cards. Yeah, we up. got the rain out of the way this past week, I hope, so hopefully our next Monday card will be on the grass. Handle should be great. Some good betting races, too, for our pick fives and pick six. A bunch of big fields. We have nine races on Friday, ten races on Saturday. They're drawing for uh, Sunday uh, today. Bunch of big fields on the world-class turf course. Let's uh, take a look here at a couple Maryland Million probables we think uh, are going to, they're pre-entered and uh, we're, we're, we're hoping we're going to see them a week from this Saturday in the Maryland Million last year. This is setting up to be a nice showdown. Uh, let's show you first limited view, the Freedom Child Philly for trainer John Salzman Jr. This was a nice allowance win back on September 8th here at Laurel Park. She broke her maiden here over the summer. They tried to try graded stakes company up there at Saratoga. She had to dig down here and find some more left here. Limited view, hopefully going to the Maryland Million Lassie. A Maryland Million Lassie, $100,000 will be the purse on Maryland Million Day, Saturday, October 21st. The race will be at six furlongs, and that's good news for limited view. That's kind of like her best distance, right? Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, she was brought up to Saratoga over the summer in the Adirondack. Uh, they thought connection side huge of her. Uh, she was a bit over her head up there. She just maybe didn't uh, uh, didn't take the shipping well, and then yeah, and she uh, she's had a few issues of trying to settle down in the paddock. She yeah. had to scratch once up there. She was still a little bit uh, nervous in the post parade here for that win, uh, I recall. But uh, but uh, it, you know, she did what she had to do in that race. Yeah, so it was a useful win against Allowance Company. Her second win now in uh, in the winner's circle. I remember John Salzman Jr. saying, "This isn't the best. Uh, we we haven't seen the best of her. She's better than this." So they might have. Have her a little more cranked up uh, and a little more <laughs> fast coming Maryland Million Lassie Day. But it's, good, it's setting up to be a nice race. Let's show you another filly that's expected to go in there from the Humic Man Barn. This filly, two for two. Margie's Money, two-year-old filly by Great Notions, a homebred for Terry Shane. He's bred a bunch of good horses over the year. Margie's Money, she had to survive a three-wide duel early on. And wins going away with Katie Davis aboard. Limited views, got speed, so does Margie's money. Kind of on her left lead here, but again, had to work and did some dirty work on, early on. But holding off tenaciously a rival there, Margie's money. Expect to see her Saturday, October 21st. A little concerned with the, the lack of the lead change or mm -hmm. wrong, on the wrong lead there, but I think visually that was a more impressive uh, win, uh, win than limited views, first level allowance, but they should be ding-donging it down the stretch. Probably your two favorites uh, in the Lassie. We'll see how the entries shake out. If there's a closer, a closer who can come from well off of it, if there's a torrential duel up front, or whether there's <laughs> another filly who's improving waiting in the wings some three or four lengths off the lead. Maryland Million and Lassie shaping up to be a, one of the prime races on Maryland Million Day. Yeah, this is one rivalry uh, on a big day. There's also a Frisian Fire filly that one first time out up at up in New York this past weekend, two-year-old, and, uh, and and they think she might be coming to the Maryland. The uh, red um, Dutcher horse. Red Dutcher um, horse. Red something. something. But there was a bunch of yeah. monsters in there. And she coming? 
well, it's yeah. paid eleven dollars up there in New York, and uh, yeah, coming back would be like two weeks back. Maybe, I yeah. would think she'd be favor over those two fillies then. Okay. Don't know. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, so the Lassie's setting up to be a nice race. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we think that Philly's coming. Uh, we we hope. We'll we'll see. Maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, getting all these rivalries. Well, uh, yeah. No, we're you know just trying to anticipate yeah, yeah. Wh you know who's going to come, but uh, we'll know next week, and we'll give you a good preview. Yeah, next week we'll have all the entries. Of course, entry day for the Maryland Million is next Wednesday. So Red hair don't care. That's the name okay. of the horse. Red now. hair don't care. Red hair something don't like care. that. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. So the Lassie, one of many rivalries. We'll see if Admiral's War Cup, uh, Admiral's War Chess is back in the classic. Uh, let's uh, show you a couple horses that are running this weekend, though, here at Laurel Park. This uh, Friday kicks off the race weekend, and we have a nice first-level allowance contest for two-year-old fillies going a mile. I love to see all the uh, the, the two-year-old uh, two-year-olds that have won and going on to face allowance company and, and and stakes company. And this is a nice allowance race going a mile. Let's show you the win for Theodosia. Uh, this was a, a maiden special weight win here at Laurel, September 17th, going a mile for the first time. And this uh, two-year-old filly by exchange rate, she loved to stretch out in distance. Second time blinkers, this time Toledo's aboard for Cal Lynch. So I think Theodosia, well prepped for a first-level allowance contest, going a mile, race eight this Friday. She's been screaming for a stretch out. Blinkers added only the last two starts. She's faced good fillies like Jehazakat and uh, the aforementioned video preview there of limited view in her first couple of races. But uh, I like the way she won going a mile, tie. Dinah, she just drawn to her inside in this race. She, Theodosia is going to break from the three-hole. Dinesheet from the two-hole is 10 to 1 on the morning line, won by nine lengths. Michael Stidham Barn, I would say look out for that horse. Uh, was only in a four-horse field at Delaware last out, but won uh, by nine lengths. So you got to take this horse seriously. All right, so good-looking win there by uh, Theodosia uh, and, uh, to break the maiden. So she's going to be one of my best bets this Friday in race eight, one of our uh, allowance features of the day. Another uh, uh, horse to watch this weekend on Saturday. This will be one of my best bets on Saturday. This will be one of our features, a nice maiden special weight. We have a bunch of nice maiden special weights on Saturday's card. And race three is a maiden special weight for two-year-olds going a mile on the 16th on the turf. And let's show you uh, what the fa who this horse is going to be the favorite in the race, May Newth. Let's show you what he did in his debut. He came splitting horses late. Two-year-old by Sky Mesa sprinting on the turf here for his uh, debut. There he is, very wide turn of her home. Very impressive horse. He comes running over top of horses late, late in the stretch. I think Maynooth going to love the stretch out to a mile on the 16th on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think those horse made some watch lists off that good finish and a strong, strong, steady run after some trouble in the race. Maynooth finishing second here, coming from fifth at the eighth pole. Massive late run. They're going to keep it on for the gallop out here. The horse is going to be really strong Man. coming out. Um, if you could see, yeah, that's it. That's, uh, uh, that's him just blown by there. So impressive gallop out going forward. All right, so Maynooth by Sky Mesa. Looks like he'll like to stretch out the two turns on the turf. He's uh, going to be one of my best bets Saturday in race three. Saturday, Angel Cruz stays aboard for Cal Lynch. So that's a, a, a little local preview for you. Let's get a, a quick commercial break. When we come back, uh, we'll uh, 
No commercial break. Let's keep on uh, rolling right on through, guys. No commercial break. We got to roll on through here. National preview. A bunch of big races. A bunch of big grade ones coming up this weekend. Ty, lead us off with the grade one at Keeneland here. Well, we got the QE2 Cup here at Keeneland. It's a grade one, a mile and an eighth. And you're going to have a huge favorite in here. New Money Honey drew the 11 hole. Javier Cassiano, Chad Brown is aboard. Um, I think we have the, the, the Belmont Oaks here. Here we have it right here where she just blew one one pretty easy, well, one by a neck, I'm sorry. Sister Charlie was in second in that race. Uh, came back, was really, went, went, on the, went on the dirt in the Alabama. Uh, get back to, getting, getting back to the turf here. She's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, back, back to the turf. The key, uh, Elate, it is well. Key race out of the Alabama, coming back to turf for new money, honey. Uh, this is a wide open race, Ty. Uh, I mean, looking at Proctor's Ledge. Uh, who ran well at Keeneland and only start there, but has really improved since going on Lasix. Daddy's little darling, $800,000, uh, earning 187000 on the turf. Uh, Luck Cornell, who was behind Proctor's Ledge, but going good for Mark Cassie as usual. And a horse that... Uh, there's another one of those photo finish losses in California for me back in August in the Delmar <laughs> Oaks Bow Recall at 5-1 uh, to one from Simon ha Callahan shipping the filly out east to Keeneland. Oh, you mentioned a, nice, a bunch of nice runners. Uh, it's a nice grade one. The only horse that can beat the Chad Brown New Money Honey horse is the other Chad Brown horse. You can't beat Chad Brown <laughs> these grade ones. Okay. I'd be curious. Do you think uh, Cassiano, he picked, uh, obviously, New Money Honey, was on Proctor's Ledge the last two times when this horse won the Lake George and the Lake Placid up at Saratoga. Well, um, I mean, he, he probably rides for Chad Brown a little bit more, but it was probably a tough decision. This Man. other Chad Brown filly just won the grade two at Belmont. The Sands Point Uni looks like she's going in the right direction. She could uh, pull off the, uh, the the minor upset maybe. Mm, yeah, it was a good, a good race for her. I thought she was kind of all out to win, but uh, had some good kick. All right, so a nice, uh, nice grade one. Queen Elizabeth II Challenge Cup presented by Lanes in there at Keeneland this weekend. Let's talk about the grade one. Uh, the grade one Patterson Canadian International up at Woodbine. Who do we like in this race going a mile and a half mm, on the turf? I oh. know who I like. Vitai has got a video. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a video here of Johnny Bear who won the uh, Northern Dancer, which was, I don't want to say a prep, but leading into this race, uh, it was, was nine to one in this race. Messi finished third, so we got the spotlight on both of them right here. Johnny Bear is on the front or sitting just off the lead and an impressive win. You got that long stretch at Woodbine, uh, was kind of wearing down the horses. Johnny uh, Messi, the German bred, was uh, finishing well for uh Picking up the pieces for third. Uh, Johnny Bear uh, won two, eight times out of 16 starts at Woodbine, so likes the course. Uh, the horse I kind of like a little bit is Postulation, who was down inside at Kentucky Downs in the Kentucky Turf Cup. Maybe had a kind of a, a tough trip there. I'm going to go with Postulation. Well, I'll take the uh, the H. Grand Motion Runner erupt the Ireland bred a, a decent uh, a decent effort in the Grade One Sword Dancer at Saratoga. It's first time Lasix now in mm -hmm. the uh, the Grade One Canadian International. Alrighty, another good race at a mile and a half. All right, take a look at one more big Grade One coming up this weekend at Belmont. The Grade well, it's a Grade Three, the Futurity at Belmont, going three quarters on the main track, and we know this horse well. Barry Lee was an impressive debut winner here. At Laurel Park, here's uh, here's his uh, last win. Uh, is this at Arlington? No, this is his. Uh, debut this is win maiden here. win. Yeah, okay. maiden win here, where he just blew the field away. Uh, went back, didn't run well up at the Sar in Saratoga in the Saratoga Special. Went back to the synthetic at Arlington, last out 
ran well in a listed stake. You got some good horses in here. Happy like a fool for Wesley Ward. You got a Todd Pletcher in here. It's going to be a tough horse, tough race. But only drew six. Barry Lee can certainly improve, and if he gets back to that maiden win, it uh, could be really tough in, in the shorter field. Yeah, and Gage has a slightly better by your speed figure in last start than Barry Lee did winning in the Arlington Washington Futurity. Blinkers going on Barry Lee after a win. I find that interesting. Uh, interesting that Horatio DePaz adds the blinkers following a win, uh, a move you don't see too often, but you see it more often nowadays. You know, sure. Well, and then recently uh, DePaz, when he puts the blinkers on from six from a six horse sampling, he's three for six. Recently, a positive ROI. Uh, they're doing everything right. These they, these connections. Um, uh, they, of course, uh, the horse won on the synthetic at Arlington. He trains on the synthetic sometimes. Well, they have synthetic. Mm. Uh, the Tapita surface at Sagamore Farm. Sometimes these horses train at the farm but it looks like Barry Lee with a bunch of nice works posted here at Laurel Park. So we'll root for the uh, Sagamore Farm, the Paz Runner, and the Grade 3 Futurity. Who's the, uh, the, the main challenger uh, in this race, guys? Engage, I would say, uh, from Chad Brown. Yeah, Ch there you go, Chad Brown. <laughs> <Engage>. <laughs> All, right. All right, that's it. Uh, let's show you what's coming up a week from this Saturday here at Laurel Park, Maryland's Day at the Races, the Jim McKay, Maryland Million, free admission for everybody, a bunch of good seating. Options available, kids corral, jailbreak, beer garden, on-track events, hat contest, and you get a free hat. First 4,000 that buy a program, you get a free Maryland Million hat. Go to laurelpark.com or marylandmillion.com for all your information about the Jim McKay Maryland Million, Saturday, October 21st. That's a week from this Saturday right here at, at Laurel Park. Maryland's Day at the Race is setting up to be a beautiful day. What would you say the early forecast is? 74. 74. Sunny. Sunny, yep. sun, sunny and 74. Fast and firm. We like it. All right. May Nuth on Saturday. My best bet for Ty Ellis, Dave Rodman. I'm Stan Salter. Hope to see you out here at Laurel Park this weekend. Good luck.